You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow. Between science and superstition. And it lies between the pit of one's fears and the summit of one's knowledge. You are now traveling through a dimension of imagination. You just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. On tonight's episode of The Twilight Zone, we'll be covering the 10 best episodes from Jordan Peele's The Twilight Zone, his current iteration. So, what we're going to do is we're going to cover season one first, and we're going to point out the best episodes within that season. So, in the first season of this new iteration of The Twilight Zone, there are six episodes which I think stand out uh, more so than any other of the episodes. And then we'll go to season two, which uh, has about four episodes that I think uh, stand out in, the, uh, in that uh, particular uh, iteration of the newer episodes. So, we're going to jump right into season one. But first... We're going to have a brief uh, commercial break by Rod Serling and company. Twilight Zone, brought to you by Pell-Mell Famous Cigarettes. Over, under, around, and through, Pell-Mell travels pleasure to you. Here's an item we forgot. You see this? It holds a promise for anyone who smokes. It's Oasis. And as its name implies, it promises you the most refreshing, the softest taste of all. Try Oasis. I think you'll like it. Twilight Zone has been brought to you by Milk Wave Lilt. The new home permanent you mix with milk. For curls that start soft and stay lively. All right, back to season one. So, I thought about this long and hard about some of the better episodes of the Twilight Zone from this newest iteration. And uh, Jordan Peele, he's a master storyteller of, of horror, drama, uh, even comedy. I just love his take on the the whole Twilight Zone universe and, and this updated, but at the same time, he, he, he keeps everything grounded, and we have that sense of... Uh, uh, familiar ground that has been laid by the Twilight Zone, and he continues that, um, that of which uh, Rod Serling started, which I think is one of the better, uh, better things about the about the new Twilight Zone. Yeah, there are certain things that are updated, and it may feel a little bit different at times, but I think that um, had the uh, older Twilight Zone, the classic Twilight Zone, come out at this time it will probably um, be dealing with some of these same things. So, of course, the original Twilight Zone, the classic, is is of its time and of the place in which it was made. And today's Twilight Zone will be the same thing. Now, whether or not these new uh, iterations of the Twilight Zone hold up for another um, 61 years... As of the time of this recording, we uh, we don't we don't know 
that for certain because there's so many things that the Twilight Zone influenced after the classic Twilight Zone came out. We, we just see that things, um, movies, horror movies, uh, TV shows, just, just about any and everything you can think of has been influenced or touched by the Twilight Zone. And that's not to say that that's a, um, that's a bad thing, what I'm about to say anyway. It's because it's, it's lessened uh, the, the, the impact that a lot of these um, newer iterations may, may have. Um, or a lot of the other iterations that came, like the one in the 80s and one in the um, early 2000s, those, or even, even the movie to a, to a lesser degree, it, 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 it changed how we perceive those um, particular iterations of the Twilight Zone. So, one of the first episodes that I thought was done was well done, and probably one of the one of the best episodes of the Twilight Zone, especially the uh, newer Twilight Zone, is uh, episode three from season one, called Replay. And this is about a woman who tries to use her old camcorder that can rewind time to help ensure her son's um, safe future. And this is, this episode, when I did this episode, um, it came at a really uh, good time. The, the, well, not saying a good time, but the episode, it was, a t- it was on a timely subject at the, at the time. And it still is now, but um, to, a lesser de- to, to a lesser degree, um, because at, at that time when this episode was coming out, we had a lot of protests and and racial um, um, unrest, which we still have um, that unrest, and that hasn't gone away. But uh, you know, you know how things are in in the media. It, things seem to the the height of things are just overblown, or not even overblown, but they're just oversaturated the coverage of it, and then all of a sudden it just goes away. But it's still there. Um, what's what's going on? The protest, the the, the, the racial tensions, all of that stuff is still there. As a matter of fact, uh, it's being stoked by uh, by by certain uh, leaders um, to a to a to a lesser degree, um, more or less. But it definitely is. And this episode was just so well acted. It was so it was so like I said, timely. It was just right. It came out right at the right time, and of course, this ep- this uh, season came out the year before. Um, the year is the year that is twenty twenty now, but there were just so so many things in this episode that uh, that that touched home with myself, um, being a person of color, and it uh, it it just um, it just really uh, talked about and brought up some some subjects and some and some topics within uh the message that it was bringing out and it did that very very well i've already talked about uh this episode replay in great uh, detail but um so i don't need to do that here today but it's definitely one of the episodes um i would say um honestly if you really want one of the better episodes from season one um can't start Huh, anywhere better than uh, than than replay. 
the next episode is episode four. Um, they were on a roll during this time um, of the season. And it's an episode called A Traveler. So basically the story is on Christmas Eve, a mysterious traveler wishes to be pardoned by Captain Lane Peddleton. And this is a very um, well-told story. I just loved all the characters and and and, and the chief and and his, and his uh, arrogance, and it was just he, he uh, played that uh, very uh, played that character uh, very well. Of course, setting him up as the impromptu kind of like bad guy, but not so much. But you know, and then you know all the other side characters they they played to um, they played to their uh, their their character strength. Uh, strengths well within this episode and of course this was a um, I liked a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, throwback easter eggs throughout the episode but of course this was a a episode about um, about um, basically an alien invasion and I was trying to figure out exactly what what this uh, what this episode uh, was all about of course we had uh, the uh, Inuits or um, Eskimos that they, you know, uh, used to be called uh, the native people of Alaska where this is taking place and it brought out a lot of, you know, a lot of the history and, you know, of course the chief is like, you know, this was the wild untamed, you know, people in the land and we came in and tamed it all and made it all better, which, you know, that's, that's just so, <laughs> I'm not even going to even get into the politics of that, but it, it, it was really um, really telling what they were trying to say, and I, I, you know, I try to figure out which, what each and episode of the Twilight Zone is trying to is trying to say per se. Um, and the last episode, of course, that was quite apparent. It was about race uh, relations, and this episode was more about you know, be careful about where you, where you lay your alliances. And there's just so many. I just love this new iteration of the Twilight Zone too because. There are so many things that can be taken from this, just like in the uh, classic uh, series. All right, so we're going to jump to episode six, which is called Six Degrees of Freedom. And I always want to say Six Degrees of Separation because it's it's a movie that had Will Smith back in the 90s. But anyway, that's another another topic for another day, not to be talked about or discovered or, you know, discussed on this podcast. All right, so basically a... Um, a space crew preparing for the first human flight to Mars is faced with a life-altering decision. And I just love this this whole space travel. And I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm a huge fan of space travel and you know those kind of that that kind of genre as far as that goes, um, with like space crews and things like that. I'm of course I'm a big Star Wars um, and Star Trek fan. But I, I'm just not, you know, with this genre. But this was done so well. The 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 crew, they were all all likable. Uh, they played well to their strengths. I love the whole backstory. Just the whole story was well written and and well told. All right, episode number seven. We're gonna roll again. Uh, not all men. Now, this is about a meteor that uh, spreads infectious um, in- infection uh, across a, a town, affecting some of the inhabitants uh, more than others. And I'm not going to give away the, 
the um, the the entire plot of this episode because I, I don't want to give away everything, but I just thought that uh, that this was just uh, one of the episodes that it was really telling, and this was also um, somewhat about the Me Too movement. And it was really, really put out there, and it was talking about. And some of the the um, the plot is right in the um, is right in the the title for this uh, this episode. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go back to um, to talking about episode three and four because I think they're somewhat uh, connected a little bit. Okay, so what I what I found in this is okay. So in replay, when when the when the uh, son and the mom were riding down the road, there is a, a, a snail, a small snail, a snail, which is a, you know, a, a traveler. And he's traveling across the, the, the road. And I was looking at that. I was like, huh, why did, why did they keep panning in on this snail? And then I watched episode four, right? And at the very ending, if some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, the um the gentleman that used to be on The Walking Dead, and he, he's revealed to be something more than what he is, and it relates back to that uh, that snail because one of the officers um, uh, says something about that, and like you know this is about alien invasion, but there's a direct correlation uh, between the two episodes. All right, so I'm going to um, jump to episode eight. All right, so this is one of my uh, next favorite episodes from this new iteration in the first season, which was called um, Point of Origin. Now, this is, um, this is, this is basically straightforward as, as well what they're trying to say. This is about immigration and not feeling at home in certain places. But this is about a, a suburban uh, housewife who wants to go home, but... Where that is is very unclear, and I just love the 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 terminology that they use throughout this episode, and the language, and just the dialogue. And this was one of the better uh, written episodes of the of the newest iteration of Twilight Zone. Once again, all right, number ten, and it's Blurry Man. Now. You know, a writer is haunted by a mysterious figure. And this is one of those meta episodes that I absolutely loved because um, Rod Serling himself did this exact same thing in the final episode of the first season. He did one of these meta episodes as well. And I thought that Jordan Peele doing that and then bringing in a surprise guest, which is this is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why this episode, outside of uh, absolutely loving Zazie Beats and all of her performances of course we have uh some other well-known actors within the episode i don't want to give everything away but i just love the way they built this and you're trying to figure out why this is this and then this one episode links all of the other episodes because there's a specific thing in the background of all of the other uh, nine episodes that came before so i i loved the way they built this uh, story and it came to a uh, grand uh, conclusion well this has uh, been the first season we're going to cover the second season 
up next. Twilight Zone was brought to you tonight by Kleenex Tissues. The only tissue that gives you so much. The soft, strong tissue with the Kleenex touch. The Twilight Zone is brought to you tonight by the perfect coffee on the modern scene. New Aroma Roast Sanka Coffee. Okay, so now we jump into season two of Jordan Peele's uh, newest iteration, The Twilight Zone. And we're going to start with episode one, Meet in the Middle. And as far as I'm concerned, this is one of the best episodes from season two. Now, this is about a guy named Phil who, who finds meaning, uh, meaningful human connection when he discovers a telepathic link to a stranger and you know this um, you know as usual I'm trying to figure out what each and every episode of um, the Twilight Zone what they mean and what they're trying to to say and of course interpretation is wide open for a lot of these episodes but for the but for the most most part it's uh it's laid clear uh right out for you now uh now, Meet in the Middle, this was an episode, I think, somewhat about uh, mental illness, uh, about loneliness, about uh, human connection, about our frailty within, between uh, one another, uh, um, arrogance. It was, it was about a whole bunch of different things, and just someone, of course, using someone, someone else, which is one of the, um, the lesser points it was bringing out, but... Uh, but and what what can lead to certain things if we don't get a rap on certain um, certain mental illnesses, and I, I thought this episode did that and explained that well. Of course, the Easter eggs throughout um, were spot on, and if you watch that episode in black and white, you know exactly, uh, even more so, what I'm talking about with this episode. All right, episode number three. The Who of You. This was a confusing, mind-twisting episode that I loved. I just loved this episode. It was just mind-twist. Yeah, it just, I, I, I try to wrap my brain around it because it kept you on your toes from the very beginning with with the uh, police uh, um, police officer, the captain. Um, it was captain or sergeant, um, or I can't remember exactly, but it, this episode was just so well done and it was kind of like this was one of those episodes where it was like cosmic justice and of course episode um episode number one meet in the middle had some cosmic justice in there as well not in the same uh, light or way but it definitely had that um twilight zone feel that was one and this was another episode that really felt like the twilight zone some episodes um don't feel like Twilight Zone episode sometimes, but this one definitely, uh, definitely felt like that as well. So this is basically about um, the Who of You episode three. It's about a struggling actor, um, Harry, who, uh, who, um, sorry, Henry, who risks everything to catch his big break, and he he basically finds out that. Uh, that 
his girlfriend is going to going to do this or leave him and, and so many other things and it just things just spiral out of control and he tries to go and rob a bank and of course nothing works out the way he wants it to because it's just <laughs> it's just one train wreck after another and I was trying to figure out exactly what this episode was was saying and I got this just of it and basically um some of what it was saying was that sometimes we get in our own way when doing things or if we're not doing something we try to blame others or other people or we try to blame blame circumstances which is sometimes you know it's a valid you know reason sometimes circumstances are bringing your control and you just do what you can do but this episode was really really um really a well done episode and the writing and the kid acting and just so much of it i just loved this uh, particular episode all right now we're going to go to uh episode number six which is called eight and it's the uh, number eight so at the outer reaches of the, the world a team of scientists discover a new highly intelligent species okay so right now we're basically we know where this is going to go this is for me this is one of the environmental episodes and it's so telling on everything that they were trying to do um, with this uh, with this episode in particular and they laid out a lot of it um for me this was one of the episodes where it was uh it was heavily heavily um, they use far more profanity in this episode than they have to. Like I said, I'm not one to, to really, you know, you know, talk about, you know, profanity and I'm not a prude or anything like that. But for me, this just was like, it was just, it was, it was just overkill. I can get people who are conversational and talk like this. And, you know, sometimes I'm like that as well, but it, it, it's just, you know, it was like, yeah, it's like, really? It's like, are they just writing this just to kind of like, you know, throw that in there because the season the second season hasn't had as much of profanity which is one of the things I really um I really think that they made a concerted effort on doing that and bringing down the time of each episode on certain episodes I think that was a a, a big problem and an issue um Especially with the first episode from season one, The Comedian, which was far too long. It went on about 20, 25 minutes longer than it probably should have. Although there were, were some redeeming things from that episode. But um, yeah, it was just far too long and it went on a little bit longer than it, uh, than it should have been. That could have been another episode within <laughs> an episode. But uh, so this... Um, this is an, about another space crew, but they're uh, basically uh, in the polar regions, and they're diving deep into some unknown areas. And it's just one of those episodes where I, I really, really uh, liked a lot of the way um, they were building the story, even with the with the um, octopus and some other. Um, some other elements within the episode and definitely had an uh, 
uh, alien slash aliens vibe. Um, go back and watch that movie and then come back and watch this episode and you'll know exactly um, what I'm referring to and what I'm talking about. All right, episode number nine, Try, Try. Now, when Claudia has a, a, a chance um, run-in with, with Mark, he dazzles her with his, uh, with his uh, seemingly miraculous abilities. Now, this is basically Groundhog Day uh, meets, uh, well, I'm not going to say, you know, because I don't want to give everything away, because I want you to kind of like, if you haven't seen these episodes, I want you to kind of go into them and, um, um, and watch them for the first time and really try to get a sense of what's going on before it's uh, happening. I don't want you to know the whole plot and story, but basically, um, this, uh, this young gentleman saves a young woman and he is helping her out within a museum. And I was trying to figure out what this episode was, was really about. And I don't think I still really grasp what it is all about. I'm, I'm still trying to figure, figure it, figure it out. But I'll have to go back and watch this episode a couple of times. But this, 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 the dialogue and the story, the way it was, 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 was told throughout every step of, of, of the way, just, just the, the acting between the two, uh, um, actors and actress, um, within this, um, episode was really, really great. I mean, the chemistry was definitely, uh, on and just the dark turn that it takes, uh, pretty much midway, midway through was just, was just one of the, um, one of the better done elements of this, um, really of this entire season. So those are my, uh, my favorite episodes from season one and season two of, uh, Jordan Peele's newest iteration of the Twilight Zone. Um, we're going to continue this, uh, this weekend, um, tomorrow, um, and with uh, with a, another um, couple of episodes, um, I'm gonna keep those under wraps until um, until I release them tomorrow. So uh, yeah, I, I just I just loved this um, this new season. Of course, there were a lot of other episodes that I could have uh, included on this uh, list had I not pinned um, pinned it down to just ten episodes. Um, of course, um, a small town could have been another one uh yeah there, there there was just a lot of episodes that I could have made it um into my list but I, I had to pick my absolute favorite and my best episodes from uh from these two uh, first uh seasons and I think we're definitely going to see a third season of this new iteration of the Twilight Zone because they're touching on some things and I think they're really they're just getting started and Peel is just getting started and this is uh this is his baby and he has, is taking uh interest great interest with the uh, storylines with with the family the direction the producing he's taking great uh great interest in all of it and he's really trying to to keep uh the classic episode of Twilight Zone really really uh in and intact and show great respect for it so i respect that uh deeply well this has been tony with between light shadow science and superstition i'll see you guys next time